Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Friday the 29th of July. I'm Charles Firth and with me today are Dom Knight. Hey! And Sammy Shah. Music festival goer, Sammy Shah. Yes. Popular youth music enthusiast, Sammy Shah. <laughs> so you went to Splendor in the Mud. Um, I did indeed. In the last few I, days. I, I was in Hipster Passchendaele, as it's called. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, and did you go for the whole time? Like, was it the... Um, no. So, okay. So, basically, for starters, I want to make clear, this is not a thing I do. Mm. I don't. I don't normally go to music festivals. Uh, I don't um, hang out in muddy areas. I don't even camp. I don't like that shit. It is not for me. Mm. I judge people who enjoy it. In fact, I, I am so far away from it. Uh, it's definitely not a thing that I put myself out for ever. Um, uh, however, uh, my partner was invited to be uh, a part of some event over there. Uh, they have like so. I don't know. Have you guys ever been to to these things? Now, Sammy, I have walked in your footsteps before because back when I was slightly more relevant and the chaser mm-hmm. was slightly more relevant, we got invited to a thing called the Splendor Forum, right? Which was a weekend yes. of talks and shenanigans and camping and fun. It was some of the best weekends I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and we don't get invited to that shit anymore. Uh, now it's p- people like Sammy Shah who get invited. Not even, actually. <laughs> and, uh, so I was a tag along. It was was a, it's a, this weird thing where a music festival, which has amazing bands on all the time, mm. for yeah. some reason has a tent where people talk. And for yeah. even more bafflingly, people come to it to watch people talk. I don't understand Do they? It. Do they, though? But I was happy to turn <laughs> up. Well, they did do our events. I was happy to turn <laughs> up and, um, and get... Basically, we just drank vodka. Backstage at the forum tent for th- for three days, and it was yeah, some of the best yeah, fun yeah. I've ever exactly. had. Exactly. Mm. Um, okay, so basically, yeah, if you haven't been to Spend in the Grass, it is a festival of music, three four days of like just the best hipster young bands that I've never heard of. Mm. I'm more of a blues fest kind of guy. Sure. I realized, and they've got this weird tent in the corner. Where I'm assuming it must be a tax write-off. Yeah. Where, like, if if you're a music festival, you pay certain amount of tax. But if you're an arts and culture festival, you probably pay even less tax. Mm. And that's why there's this tent in the corner where young people who need a break from the music and want to just take a nap can walk in and watch a live version of Q&A. Mm. Because that's what you want to watch at a fucking music that, festival. And they're still doing the live <laughs> version of Q&A. That's hilarious. Yeah. And there's usually they're just random worthy green senators being boring. Exactly. That's largely what it was. There was there was a there was a green senator whose entire energy I can't remember his name to be honest. His entire energy can be summed up as as um, high school debate champion. There was a labor representative that no one knew or cared about. There was a liberal party representative no one knew or cared about. There was a teal because now teal oh, is man. basically the new token, um, and you got to have a teal person in every room. Mm. And uh, and then there was just like a random friend of mine who's like just there and had nothing to do with the whole thing and again 12 audience members middle of the afternoon 12. nine of those 
Yeah, at wow. best, nine of them chewing their own faces off because they were so high at this point after two days of just mud and drugs. Um, so it's a weird thing, but it happens. But I don't care. Like they, they put us up in a hotel. Mm. Um, yes, which is better, better than everyone yeah. else who, who yeah. was camping. There. I used to, I got a tent when I did it. They just gave me a tent. Fuck that! And if there was a tent, I would never have. In gone, one of starters. the years that I did this, because I think I went about three years, and I saw mm. like Kanye West at Splendor. Like I saw some incredible cool. artists. I also saw Coldplay. Um, <laughs> but it was amazing. And then somehow the we were West in the bill of, of music. Yes, I once bought the last pair of gumboots on in the whole of Splendor. I had to pay fifty bucks for them. Uh, the best investment I've ever made. And that wasn't nearly as bad as this year where it was a mm-hmm. fucking lake. Okay, so I'm going to break it down for you, right? So firstly, I, I get told um, um, that my partner's going and she's like, you want to come with me? I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Um, I'm not I was like, I'm not staying in a tent. I don't do that shit. I don't understand people who do that shit. This is this whole hipster fucking uh, uh, refugee fantasy camp experience that I have no interest in. That's exactly in what it is. In a tent and shitting in the woods. Mm. I have zero interest. It's right? people agreeing with each other at a very, very middle class and privileged event. Right, and mm. and I don't want to do it. I don't. I don't use. I don't know if you've ever used a port portaloo or a port portable toilet. Mm. I would rather set myself on fire than go into one of those things. And um, and so I get there, and we're in a hotel, <laughs> which is great, freaking nice hotel, really fancy. You go into the reception, and there's all kinds of celebrities there, which is cool. Um, and and my partner said, "Hey, buy gum boots." Everyone said, "Michael Hing, comedian mm. uh, and Triple J presenter, contacted me." Said, "Hey, if you're coming, buy gum boots." I was like, "Sounds good." I don't know what gum boots are because I don't fucking do this. I went and I bought um, workers boots. No, like, you know, like, the, oh the my type god, these use with lace. You bought like like steel tapped, <laughs> steel toed worker boots. Oh, so dude. here's what I, they were useless against the mud, but I could kick the shit out of someone <laughs> if I needed to. All right, is all I basically bought. Um, we arrived there and then we're just hearing the horror stories, right? Mm. Just the video. You've seen the pictures. Yeah, it yeah. was genuinely like fire festival meets the trenches meets basically the I. first world war. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, and did, people dying in the trenches. Did people get trench foot or splendor uh, foot? I don't understand what is wrong with young people. Mm. There were people wading waist deep in the mud, like just thick mud and being like, fuck it, we're here. And then like taking selfies of themselves in mud. It's disgusting. Mm. What is, how, did you, how did you not, ha- like- did you not have a childhood, Sammy? I did. And you know what we did in my childhood? Mm. Fucking stayed indoors where there's no mud. Because (laughs) guess what? Humanity evolved to get away from that shit. Did our ancestors build buildings for nothing? Did we learn construction techniques for no reason at all? Why did we make shoes in the first place? Everyone keeps going to children of the future. The children are fucked. The children (laughs) dress poorly, have all kinds of drugs, and then go and wade in the mud and listen to terrible music. They're a fucking disaster. The next, the future of humanity. He's doomed, in my opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I in my first time going to Splendor, I made two crucial mistakes camping. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I will mention this in case anyone else like me gets invited to a festival, which is amazing, but you're, in, you're required to camp. It was a r- bit of a rough thing. Um, the first thing I did was I bought a sleeping bag which said it was like minus 10 degrees. Right. And it was in no way minus 10 degrees. It was, it was the most freezing. It was like It was like... Sleeping under a, a, like a, a thin towel, basically. <laughs> I absolutely froze. For some reason, the nights there are very, very, very cold. Yes. And I froze. But then while I was freezing, I also managed to injure myself while camping. 
while sleeping. Because what I did was we were camping on a slope because they gave me probably the worst campsite in the whole place. Mm-hmm. It was on a, sh- a, a big slope. Which way do you think you should have your bed, your little camp bed, when you're on a slope? Surely, um, like uh, it's perpendicular to the slope. Yes, down. your head yeah, should yeah. be at the high end of the tent. What I did was right. I <laughs> slept sideways <laughs> and I rolled off in the middle of the night and I very badly injured my back by thudding down onto the frozen permafrost of the splendid sun. moron. I know. It was amazingly stupid. Yeah, look, I, I was limping around the site for the rest of the weekend um, trying to avo- uh, avoid uh, cold In play. fairness, Dom, you limp all the That's time. That's true, so. I do limp. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. The crazy thing, though. Did, so, did you have the VIP pass, like those performer passes? Yeah. Okay, so I had that. And I know I'm whinging a lot for someone who didn't yes. really have to live in a tent, who didn't have to go in yes. the mud. You didn't injure yourself camping. I you, think you killed no, it. You remind me of those CEOs who <laughs> sleep. Oh, genuinely. The one, CEO sleep yes. out. Yeah, one, yeah, that's what this is. One night a year. And go, oh, I, I really now know how everyone slums it. Charles, I have never felt more like the 1% in my entire life. All right. <laughs> so the area where we were, there's just free alcohol. We're mm. just like, you don't have mm. to pay for a bar or anything. It's a little green room area where all this, like, I'm hanging out with Dr. Carl and Costa from Gardening Australia and all of these people. And then uh, there's an entire backstage area, which is just for the performers and artists, which is genuinely like, it's dry. There's hard surfaces everywhere. Mm. There's a barbecue going. Triple J's got their music tent happening. There's a Mexican restaurant. There's a bar. Like it is, it is. If if the people at the festival knew that existed, mm. there would have been riots and yes. an overthrow. It, it would have gone from the First World War to the French Revolution mm. like that. And I would have been the first person with my head cut off because I was complaining the most about mud on my shoes. But it was gross. It was terrible. There's no reason to do this to yourselves. I don't understand why people went. I don't understand why people didn't set it all on fire. And uh, and I don't understand why people are like, I want to go back next year. What is wrong with you? Hug someone. Get meaning in your life. The one thing that was cool, I'll say this, is so if you have that little VIP badge thingy, right? Mm. It's basically, it's not even VIP. It's just a performer pass. Most people don't look at it too closely. And if you take a shortcut through the woods and end up in the wrong place and notice there's a tent and then there's a little gap under the tent and then crawl in through the gap under the tent, you suddenly find yourself side stage of Angus and Julia Stone performing and you're oh, maybe, you poor things. maybe two meters away from them and nobody even asks you anything. They all assume you supposed to be there and then you watch an entire concert of Angus and Julia Stone or rather Julia Stone with a cameo by Angus um, 10 feet away from her, which was Fucking awesome. But also from a security point of view, I'm a brown man with a beard. Like, they should have been more careful. (laughs) (laughs) Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. Can we just zoom back a bit and (laughs) and get the sort of, you know, the more political overview of this, which Mm. is... Is there an extent to which, now that we've got climate change and everything like that, that mm. 
we shouldn't be holding festivals in floodplains <laughs> in the middle of a La Nina flood event. Well, it's is funny, that, is it's funny you mentioned that, Charles, because mm. the thing I wanted to bring to the table about this is this hilarious thread that I saw on the weekend. And it's important to bear in mind that, as Sammy said, Splendour is an incredibly kind of worthy festival. Mm. Like all yes. of the packaging is yes. biodegradable. Yes. Everyone's constantly going on about yes. composting and stuff. It's yes. full of bar and hippies selling you yes. eco, eco-friendly donuts, basically. Yes. yes. But then and it's it, owned. It's owned. The, the festival is owned. Is this where you're leading? No, I've got a whole other thing. But no, you, tell me. And the festival is owned by coal barons. Is it? Yes, it's owned by oh, really? coal interests. Yeah, people who own coal mines. Yeah. It's who owns Splendour and the guy. It's a total greenwashing yes. sort of exercise in performative progressivism where you're encouraging the, the youth of tomorrow to sort of ignore the facts in front of their faces about the absurdity of holding a stupid event in a stupid place. Everyone's flown you know, in. Everyone's a, flown into it. It's essentially, yes, it's the most carbon unfriendly thing run by carbon unfriendly people, but it's sort of making the next generation do something that actually ignores reality. But so this I think is, it's a sort a hilarious of, it's thing. a propaganda exercise by coal interest. There's a local green and because everyone in Splendor's like we're really eco conscious. Mm. Like yeah. it's the kind of As we destroy kind of event, this field. It's the kind of <laughs> event where like there's an event that where they invited one of you and I was there, they invited Julian Assange's mother along for an event about changing people's minds as though it would have any effect at all. People standing in a field in North Byron (laughs) talking about Julian Assange. But then one of the local Greens posted this this thread that did a lot of traction on Twitter Twitter over the weekend saying that she had campaigned very hard against Splendour because it was an eco-disaster. It was in a nature reserve that was gazetted. They won in the Atlanta Environment Court. It's apparently an important wildlife corridor that's really uh, essential and unique. And she says it's the only intact corridor that connects the Gondwana Wollumbin ancient deep time forest to the unique subtropical coastal lowlands, et cetera, et cetera. The locals hated it. And then they went to the Liberal government and just bulldozed it and got (laughs) Splendour up. So whenever anyone goes to Splendour, and I loved going to Splendour, they're basically destroying an excellent ecosystem and filling it with hippie fucks. No, That's exactly, essentially what it is. This is exactly it. This is exactly it. So it was genuinely, and I'm, you're not wrong, it was an ecological disaster. Mm. There are oil spills in the Atlantic, which are less damaging than <laughs> Splendor in the Grass probably was, given how much fucking plastic and rubbish I saw thrown everywhere. Mm. Just people just, just you know, it, all the amount of infrastructure bought into the place and yes. then taken out of the place, mm. the overall carbon emissions, those stages that are set up, everything fucking... It, I refuse to believe everything was green friendly. I want to see some science on that because what I saw was not good for the environment at all. Meanwhile, I have to fucking use a metal straw every time I want to drink something. Mm. Fuck off. Yeah. I didn't destroy the environment. That's I'm Craig's fault. being made feel guilty about it. Everyone at Splendor is really a climate criminal and yes. I'm the good guy in this. Yes. I don't know what, I don't know what that's Well, earlier in the week, Sammy, uh, we had mm. David Shoebridge on the podcast. And, and I'm surprised one- he wasn't at Splendor actually. Uh, yeah, well, no. He's the kind of person they get. Yeah. But he he had this whole idea that actually they should pass laws against ecocide, right? So, mm. and, and essentially make it known that if you, even in the past, have committed ecocide, 
you're going to get it in the neck. And it should be like death penalty level sort of, um, <laughs> sort of Look, thing. I've been advocating for uh, assassinations for a long time. Well, don't you think <laughs> that the first sort of trials again for our new ecocide idea mm. should be everyone who attended Spender of the Glass. Well, like, they did try to kill them all. To be fair, the organisers <laughs> <Yes>. pretty much <laughs> subjected them all to exposure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a COVID it was... super spreader site, yeah. and a lot of them will have caught bacterial infections from, from wading through mud, I suspect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, Forget COVID. Most mm. people there. Anyway, I'm sure it's and, a it's a chlamydia and hepatitis yeah, yeah. Like, hotspot. And, Sammy, I mean, all those pictures of like those giant lakes that I saw on social media, mm-hmm. was that actual rainwater or was it urine from all the warm beer people consumed and had to piss out while they weren't doing anything? Oh. It's it's yeah, pretty yeah. disgusting. Yeah, so many people peeing in the mud, like openly urinating yeah. in them. I'm telling it's a you, sewer. it's sewer. It's sewer in the grass. Everyone keeps talking about young, like there's something condescending I've noticed about the way we talk about the youth, right? There's mm. always this thing, especially Gen Xers and stuff. My friends, many of them on social media, they're like, the youth will save us. The youth are amazing. The youth are so um, intelligent and the youth are so woke. There's very much a, um, what's that uh, literary trope? The native savage kind of a thing, you know, like... Or oh, the noble people, savage. The noble savage, thank mm. you. We very much do the same thing with the youth. They're like, the youth are these amazing people. With the, they all identify as they, them, and they're all eco-friendly, and they're all super understanding. The youth are fucking animals. I saw them <laughs> just pissing and shitting everywhere in the mud, just absolutely destroying the environment. Also, they can watch Tyler, the creator. By the way, virulently known violent misogynist Tyler, Tyler, the fucking creator, with pretty shit songs, I might add. I heard some of them. They're terrible. Eminem was doing that shit 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and being more original and more listenable at the time. And they're all waving along with their stupid phones and glow sticks like they matter. Fuck that shit. It was a horrific shit fest and everyone there i hope catches gonorrhea but you know what it is it's not a festival of the youth sammy it's mm-hmm. a festival of triple j listeners the most heinous and noxious group known to <laughs> humanity no one yeah we've seen the ratings no one young listens to these triple are j. people these are people who listen to radio that's con it's Bad songs constantly interrupted by fuckwits doing shout-outs to people. That's what Triple J is. I've, I, I know many Triple J presenters, <laughs> or all of them have white hairs in their beards at this point. There isn't a single young person involved with Triple J, listening to Triple J, working at Triple J, creating content for Triple J. Triple J at this point is just another medical term for back pain. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the thing that's funniest <laughs> about this too is that there is an alternative. This is fixing everything weak. And mm-hmm. what if, I mean, let's say we want to have a music festival because music festivals are fun. Mm. What if you had it in, I don't know, an existing site that had asphalt, mm. not grass, yes. and it was mm. set up for large groups of people to come there yes. uh, on an annual basis yeah. and, yes. and yeah. had p- good public transport. Let's say, I don't know, they had it at like the showground in Sydney mm. mm-hmm. and let's say that they called it, say, the big day out. Mm. And that it was exactly the same thing, but not an eco-disaster. Why did we kill the big day out and keep Splendor? Surely Splendor's the one that should have been shot and the one that actually took place at a purpose-built event where large numbers of people had come in and out by train. 
Isn't that a much better way to do it? At this point, that's what Mother Nature is saying, right? Nature itself is saying, the planet Earth is saying, we don't want splendor. We want not, We mm. don't want this thing. We, we're trying to do everything we can to get rid of it. Mm. And humanity is doing... We're basically... The organizers of Splendor have the same energy as the Saudi king. Yes. Um, MBS, who just announced that really stupid new building. Which oh, is really I wanted like to talk a, about that, a, actually. Ma- a massive mega structure in the middle of the desert that will also be an ecological disaster just out of hubris and, mm. and arrogance. That is what Splendor... That's where Splendor's is. going. Splendor's <laughs> going to the 120-kilometer-long skyscraper <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. In which... In the end, like everything else, like the, the, the Saudi uh, construction will be a whole lot of Western consultants paid a whole lot of extra money that they don't need. A whole lot of people from South Asia, Indians, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis used as slave labor and killed in the construction of a thing that in the end will lie empty except for the old billionaire who has a yacht there for a few days. Mm, mm, okay, so let's just, just to summarize, we as a panel, we despise Splendor. <laughs> we hate it. We're never going back there. I despise all things outdoors. Let me let me be clear. I not specific to splendor. I don't like the outdoors. I don't like. But nature. hang on I'm a second. It. <laughs> but yes. it seems as though your position is yeah, splendor sucks, but Blue, Blues Fest is awesome. No, no, the lineup at Blues Fest is awesome. But if look, uh, I will happily go to go to Blues Fest if there's a hotel nearby, if I can drive up. Stand on solid ground, put my hands in my pockets, rock gently back and forth to um, Dave Matthews Band, and then drive back home again. So you like old person music festivals. Sammy, (laughs) you're sounding like you're doing an audition to become a Triple J host. You're (laughs) you're that old. I don't have enough arthritis to qualify yet. (laughs) Excellent. Our gear is from Rode Microphones, and we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. And Splendor, we're very happy to do this event at the Splendor Forum next year. I think it'll be really fun. I'll pitch it. I'd know the organiser still, probably. I'll pitch it to her. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.